New Turk Tuesday, brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino. Big, huge episode of that this morning. You're getting ASAP Rocky, Gucci Mane, and 21 Savage. Their new song, Cocky. I have not heard that yet. Then Morgan Wallen, out of the country uh, side of things, featuring Florida Georgia Line, everybody's favorite. FLG right there. Yeah, they're, uh, that song is called Up Down. Yeah, Up Down. So, you know, I'm guessing tailgates, you know what I mean? I'm guessing, like, solo cups are going up and down, tailgates going up and down. We'll take a listen to Morgan Wallen and Marilyn Manson, uh, tattooed in reverse. I'm looking forward to that new Manson. I feel like we've been looking forward to new Manson every time we've played it, and it's always been like, all right, whatever. I I, I don't know. I have low expectations. He, The last, like, song he put out that I really, like, loved was Deep Six. Now, I don't know how many albums ago that was. Probably three or four. It It was within the run of this show. Deep Six? I think we played Deep Six on New Turn Tuesday. Okay, all right. So maybe two albums ago, I was saying something like that. Like, I loved that song. I thought that song was great. So I'm excited about it. You know what I mean? I'm I'm, I'm always hopeful on Manson because of how much I like him. I've just always been a fan. Antichrist Superstar came out right in that zone where I was like, you know, not quite a kid, not quite an adult, but like, nobody gets me, man. And so like, like Manson's always going to be that dude for me. Not a boy, not a man, neither nor. Stands yeah, very exactly. in the middle right there. Exactly. Plus, you know, he kind of followed suit, uh, you know, of Alice Cooper and Kiss, yeah, which are, you know, yeah. obviously big acts from when I was a kid that I loved a lot growing up with. So, you know, you know, that kind of makes sense. Nine o'clock, we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. What's going on with you, buddy? Uh, so yesterday, dude. Oh, here you we know, go. A pretty nice day. And like, the thing is, like, all right, man, we got a little bit of a little springtime in the air. Sure. So you start to see a little more activity in the neighborhood, on the streets. People are doing stuff, sitting out on their front porch and all that. Yeah, my so, neighborhood gets loud when so, the sun's You know, yesterday, my girlfriend's coming home from work, and we've got, you know, I usually have to, like, go move my car so she can pull in so I can park behind her. And so I'm looking out the back door into the alleyway, like, kind of waiting for her to get home. And as I uh, as I as I peek out the back blinds right there, I see like two teenagers walking down the alleyway. Can't be trusted. Oh, can't be trusted at all. When I say teenagers, I'm probably saying young teenagers. The girl was probably 13, 12, 13, and the boy was probably ten. And she's oh. smoking a cigarette, and they Jeez. just look like they just look like degenerates, and they just look like they're trouble. And as Cole they marks like, on their cheeks, <laughs> as they like walk like into my backyard, the, the alleyway. But they're like you know now into like my section of the alleyway the girl picks up a bottle and breaks it down in the middle of the alleyway nice i'm like are you effing kidding me dude i'm about to lose my mind so i open up the door go running out after him at this point my girlfriend kind of comes home i stop her in the street and these kids have kind of walked away at this point probably four houses down so i start yelling at him and i'm like are you effing kidding me what did you just and the boy and i'm like and i I say to him i'm like are you going to come back here and clean it up the boy automatically turns around and starts walking towards me the girl stands there back towards me and just waits and i'm like well are you coming and she puts her cigarette butt out and stomps on it, and she turns around and walks back. And she's like, I didn't even do it. And I'm like, I watched you do it. Like, I literally watched you pick this bottle up and throw it down. I'm like, you got to come clean this up. And she's like, dude, what's great about this story is in five years, you'll be able to look out your back door. And when that girl's turning <laughs> tricks, you can be like, hey, remember when I told you to clean up that glass bottle back there? So I grab a broom and a shovel like, you know, I've got like, you know, just like the snow shovel sitting right there. And these kids start picking it up with their hands. And all of a sudden I feel terrible. I'm like, guys, do not pick up this broken glass with your hands. God, a kid br- opens his hand up with a piece of glass right, on the ground. That guy at the house told me to do it. And I'm yelling at him to do it. So I'm like, guys, yeah. guys. And so I end up essentially cleaning this up, and I just kind of make them stand there and watch. And by the end of it, I'm like, 
Guys, I'm not even that mad at you. You know, I understand, like, you're young, you just want to destroy stuff, like, because, I mean, let's be real. How many bottles did I break when I was a kid? A million. You know what I'm Sure, saying? yeah. A million of them. But, dude, I was so effing angry, and I'm like, these goddamn kids, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm like, dude, what do you, what do you, what do you, like, when you were 12, you weren't breaking bottles? Of course you were breaking bottles. Yeah, that doesn't mean you want people breaking them now. No, no, no. I mean, I was, you know, but I just couldn't, there was a part of me that really wanted to be mad at these kids and say that, like, ah, society and blah, 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 blah. And, and that's like, always no. been this way. No, people people throw bottles down. Dude, like, that I once, happens. Dude, at the bottom of a street, I lived, when I when we lived in Maple Heights, I lived at the bottom of a hill. Cato was the name of the street. And then we lived at the bottom of the hill, right? And so cars were always coming down the hill and there was a stop sign right there. And they were coming always a little faster than they should. And dude, my buddy and I one day sat down at the, like towards the bottom of the hill with like a fistful of like, you know, little rocks and we're throwing rocks, at, throwing, throwing rocks at cars. Like throwing rocks at cars. Dude, one time a guy got out at the stop sign, chased me through like three backyards in that neighborhood and maybe always had me like picked up in front of it, like <laughs> holding me by like my shirt, taking me to my father's front door, like knocking on the door. It's like, is this your fat idiot kid? <laughs> it, um, it, dude, it, there is something wrong with society today. I'm not going to be like, no, everything's fine. But destruction is just a part of adolescence. Like there's just something about it where it's like, you have to break hey, things. Hey, there's something I can break. And that's, I think that I, I don't think this girl like intended to like break something because my thing is like, dude, my girlfriend's about to drive through here. She's going to pop a tire. You know, it's going to be a whole pain in my ass. Like, a lot of money. You know what sure. I'm saying? But I think this girl had no intentions on doing that. She just saw something breakable, picked it up, threw it down, and, you know, I don't know. Break hearts, <laughs> not bottles, kids. Break some hearts. Somebody's out to find the perfect bong water. They've already tried a All few. Right. We'll let you know how that went down next on The Stansberry Show. The Stansberry Show. Canton's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 1069. We're also online uh, with iHeartRadio. Where's, by the way, if you download iHeartRadio, that's where all your favorite music, all your favorite stations are. You just start listening to music, thumb it up or down, and then we'll go to work programming that station and your mind to do whatever we want. No, but if you like Rage Against the Machine, you press thumbs up and then we'll find you more stuff that sounds like Rage Against the Machine and shove it all in your brain and get you through your workday. So waste some time at work by downloading or opening iHeartRadio right now. So somebody with vice is out to find what might be the best bong water to use. Okay. Now, if you were a weed smoker in high school, everybody, I think most people who have like experimented with marijuana quite a bit in their in their teen years have tried this. It's like, dude, we're putting Jaeger in it, man, and then we're gonna drink the Jaeger. Like that was always like the thing. It was always either Jack or Jaeger while I was growing up. Were like the two alcohols you were gonna try to put in bong water because you know then it'll get even stronger and you drink it and the, the theory was is you'll drink bong water man and then you'll hallucinate that was like always the thing I'm guessing you have tried some some outlandish oh, yeah. bong water oh, oh of course of course um I I used to know a dude that would just drink the bong water and it wouldn't even be for like a reason it, he would just like do it and we're all like. Like, why are you doing that, man? Like, it's not even like it's alcohol. You're just drinking bong water. He's like, dude, it's pretty good. Like, no, no, it's not terrible. I mean, when it when it accidentally happens to you, it's disgusting. Yeah, you get a little bit in your mouth. Gross. It's disgusting. And that's how, as you know, like, you have a little bit too much in there. If memory serves, I don't really mess around with the bongs anymore. Like, that stuff, man, I mean, it can just, I don't know. <laughs> Once you get water in your mouth, yeah, you've got too much, you've got too much water in there. 
Um, and like, it's it's kind of gross, but like, you look at bong water after you use it like two or three times, and you should probably change your bong water every time every time you use it. But like, if you if you don't, and you're like, all right, well, I'll rip it again. It's like, dude, you see all that blackness in there, and you see all that gunk in there, and you see all that grossness in there. Like, that's what your lungs look like. Like, you can say, ah, it's just smoking weed, it's not as bad as cigarettes. But like, that's if your bong's that gross, if your pipe's that gross, what do you think your lungs look like? Right, because you. Well, here's what else you got to think of. You, you don't use that bong every time you smoke. You know what I mean? And so, yes, you've definitely taken more smoke into your lungs and into your body than that bong has ever taken in. There's no doubt about that. This guy tried holy water, which I didn't know you could purchase. Yeah, what, 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 I, as somebody who's, is there something different about holy water? Or is I, it just water that's been like... I don't know. My, my, I, I'm, again, I'm from the Christian religion. We don't really mess with holy water. Like, I believe that's a Catholicism thing. Okay. Like, so we don't, I, my religion didn't mess with holy water. I, um, I remember one of my buddies in high school, like, rolled a joint with a page from the Bible and thought he was like a real bad. Oh, yeah. We rolled joints with he, pages th- from the Bible. Thought he, thought he was a real bad. Yeah. Ass. Because, dude, I always knew my dad had 10 Bibles, 15 Bibles in the house. So, yeah, that's happened. Well, to me, it was just like, dude, this, this, this tastes terrible and like it's not burning correctly. Why are we like, what do we, what do, we do this? For? I felt like, well, really bad what, about what it. What is this all about? I felt really bad about it. Even then, like as a teenager, I was like, this isn't right. This is disgraceful on a level that I should not be taking part. In. Like, even then, when I was, now I didn't say anything to my friends. Because I was trying to be cool, but the, even then I was like, "This isn't right. This is disrespectful." I just thought it was—I just thought it was a bad idea. I was like, "Dude, we have—we have like zigzags right here. Why don't we just use these?" No, we're gonna use a, the, the Bible paper, man. All right. This guy says the hit was clean, albeit a, a little bit mildewy with the holy water. He says, "I think the bottle's cork had begun to rot, but the ensuing high was disappointing, and it's." Uh, but the water didn't have it's anything kinda, to do with it's that. Nothing to do with your high. Nothing. Nothing to do with it. No. They tried hot sauce in his bong. He says, before he even had a chance to to light the bong, the fumes wafted up and filled his eyes with tears. Sure. He flicked the lighter, inhaled deeply, taking in what felt like an off-brand mustard gas before crumpling it into a coughing fit, or before crumpling into a coughing fit. Um, He says it was not an enjoyable experience. How much, I mean, damn, that's a lot of hot sauce, right? Yeah, um, I mean I, it's two inches of water, but right. I wonder if you'd water it down, but like I can't imagine that would taste good or be good or I, that that sounds awful. Now, this one is interesting because he says he tried mouthwash, and he relates this to cigarette smokers. You may have tried these; they're called Camel Crushes, where they start off like a like a regular light cigarette, and then you can crush the filter, and it releases like a menthol flavor, so you can have a menthol or not. And he says, this provided a nice and smooth draw and added a perfect combination of a menthol taste. That mouthwash was a good bong water. Yeah, I've used mouthwash a lot, actually. And it, it, it is enjoyable. Like, really? It's, it's, it's like crisp and like minty and like good. Like, I, I don't know if I've ever used that. Yeah, I mean, and dude, I mean, like, there's a little bit of like, it's not going to hurt you. You know what I mean? Like, give it a shot. I mean, it gonna, goes in your mouth anyway. Right. Give it a shot and you're going to be like, oh, that is because it, it does. It kind of like it gives you a little bit of like... Oh, that was that was that was pleasant. I wouldn't hate. I mean, I used. To, I mean, I was a menthol cigarette smoker. I mean, so like, I wouldn't hate that. And you, I mean, obviously, there's a bunch of different kinds of mouthwashes, you know. So yeah, you get, cinnamon. Going yeah, I was gonna say this, you get a little, little couple different flavor options, flavor profiles there. He tried another one here that I didn't I, that I don't like just to drink in, uh, even, and it's the pumpkin spice latte. 
He says, I only tasted the burnt weed, which was not uh, dissimilar to the burnt coffee bean frequently found in their orders. I'm not going to list the, the, you know, the coffee place, but I think everybody knows which one that is. And uh, yeah, I can't imagine that that would have been. He tried cold pressed kale juice, said that wasn't very good. I, I've used coffee before, and I mean, like. It, it, it really isn't that much of a flavor difference. I've never used anything like like a pumpkin spice latte because it has sugar in it, and then your bong's going to be all gross on the inside. Well, this guy says Mountain Dew is pretty good. He said the smoke had a somewhat sweet aftertaste, and he said the hit itself was was rem, was unremarkable. So, I mean, a little bit of a sweet aftertaste. I don't, I, yeah, Mountain Dew, which, by the way, dude, our boy down the hall, yeah. I got here at the same time as he did. Yeah. He was walking through the door this morning and already crushing his first can of Mountain Dew at like 5, 10 in the morning. He, uh, he's amazing. The fact that he's been drinking Mountain Dew at the rate that he has for the past. And like, he once told me it's 12 cans a day. And same size he's always been. Like, he's not, you know what I mean? Like, if I, dude, if I was crushing that much pop, your boy would be huge. Oh, dude, dude, if I drank that much soda, oh, yeah. I mean, his metabolism is unreal. It's one of the guys that works for KDD, Captain Tony. But he drinks like 12 Mountain Dews a day. Crazy. And it's like, man, I, I wish I could do it. I wish I could bring that much sugar into my body and not have it affect me, but it does. I think, I think I've think i ripped bongs with pop in them before. But, like, the thing with all this is is the flavor is going to be a little bit different, but, like, it's not going to get you any more or less high. Like, smoking weed is smoking weed. It doesn't matter what it filters through. It's still, you're still taking the same bong rips, whether it's water or Dr. Pepper. The guy tried ranch dressing as bong uh, water. Uh. Ugh. I like ranch, but good God, dude. And like the gloopiness of that. like the, oh, oh, oh. He says it was a complete struggle yeah. to spark the bowl. Try after try, my flame found no purchase on the green in the bowl. Onward he pressed, he says. Uh, until finally, with one big primordial bubble, the smoke broke through to the surface and rushed into my chest with the jolt of a defibrillator <laughs> resuscitation. As I got for the next half hour, I noted that the smoke was surprisingly devoid of any additional ranchy zest. Yeah, I don't like ranch dressing at all. Like, well, I shouldn't say that. In some things, it's all right. I'm never going to put it on something. I, yeah, alcohol, like, he didn't get into any of those here, really. It doesn't seem like. But I, I know my buddy was like a big Jack Daniels drinker back in the day. And so like he would fill it with Jack, and then we'd sit at the party all night, do a thing, right. and then the other night, he was going to take a shirt off, show you his arm tattoo, there and show you what a man he was by, by, by chugging like the Jack Daniels bong water. And it's like, I don't know where that guy is now, because he's probably homeless. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like nobody, he's not on Facebook, you know what I mean? LinkedIn's not trying to keep me up to date with, with that guy probably living on the damn street. People are trying to seduce LeBron James out of Cleveland. One city in particular. We'll tell you how they went about it next on The Stansbury Show. Good morning. The Stansbury Show. Or the god of your choosing. Best morning ever. Kent's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. We'll pass out some 30 Seconds to Mars tickets, 730. They're playing, I believe, June 16th out of Blossom. We'll pass those out at 730. 9 o'clock, we'll send you out to Los Angeles for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Awards. Also, new Tour Tuesday, new ASAP Rocky, new Morgan Wallen, new Marilyn Manson, all part of that. This next story is pretty interesting. As a uh, Pennsylvania company, I believe like a remodeling company, has bought a few billboards and placed them on 480 in Cleveland, all about trying to seduce LeBron away to the Philadelphia 76ers. This um, remodeling company 
based out of Pennsylvania, obviously near Philly, probably Philly's fans there. Or I'm sorry, 76ers. I got baseball and basketball mixed up there. I apologize. But the 76ers there. Um, the first billboards got all the numbers of like the 76 players, and then they have uh, the number 23, which is in red, and the, uh, there's a crown on top of it basically saying, look, look, we want LeBron to come play here. And then the next one after that says, complete the process, which if you know anything about basketball in the NBA, the 76ers, um, like their, their hashtag they've been using the last few years is trust the process, meaning that we're going to build through this draft and we're going to try to, you know, we're going to try to do this, take the slow, you know, Cleveland Browns approach. And then at the the last one, the third billboard completes the whole thing, and it's just hashtag Philly wants LeBron. Now I have said many many times I think LeBron is leaving Cleveland. I whole I still believe it. I don't think that, that this new roster is enough to keep him interested. I just don't. I, I think they're better. They're definitely better. They're at least definitely better defensively. I don't think it's enough. I think he's gone. I think he's been gone for a while. I have always said I think he becomes a Houston Rocket, but I got to be honest with you. If if you take my fandom of the Cavs out of it, if you take me wanting the Cavs to win a title out of it and not wanting to lose the greatest player probably in the history of the game, I think LeBron as a 76er is kind of awesome. I think the best thing for the NBA is for LeBron to become a New York Nick. I think that's the best thing for the NBA. It'll never happen. That ownership's a mess. It'll never happen. But the best thing for the NBA is for LeBron James to play in Madison Square Garden. For sure. It's not even close. Now that you got Kyrie in Boston, for sure. Be the greatest thing ever. right? But outside of that, I think this team that, that Philadelphia is putting together is very, very interesting. I don't know how good they're going to be, but they're very, very interesting. Young talent, some guys that do Joel Embiid could be a real thing. That LeBron with that team, dude, that could be a nasty lineup. I think the only problem is I don't think they have the financial flexibility. How are you going to do it? To get him in there. And like, I, 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 dude, I will agree that like LeBron with the premier, you know, an original team is definitely something that the NBA would want. And the 76ers certainly fit that. Um, sure. But, but, the Dr. J thing there. Yeah. But I just, I just don't know if it's a realistic destination in the fact of, I don't know if they have enough money to give him that max contract. And with that being said, LeBron has made it pretty clear that he's going to get paid max money by whatever team he signs. Yeah, with. he has kind of like laid it on the line. Like he's about he's about his cash. Well, and it's not so much the cash. I mean, because let's be real, LeBron gets paid a lot more off the field than he does on it. Um, I think he really does view himself. If I take less money, other guys are going to have to take less money. I think he does that. I, I do. I think he falls on that sword. I think it's one of those things that convenient immediately works out in his favor. I, I he is right about that. Where if, if do, where if he undercuts himself, then everybody else gets paid less. Because then what happens in the negotiation process is, well, LeBron took it. LeBron did it. He's right about that. But secretly, he's rubbing his hands together going, this one kind of works in my favor. Now, at the end of the day, I, you know, I'm sure the 76ers front office is more than capable enough and more than savvy enough. I mean, you just pay the salary to, tax, to, well, right? to make Well, no, because, I mean, you can't necessarily, if you're bringing guys in like that, it just depends on how things move because, like, you can't. Another player, another team can't come in and pay more if it's going to put you over that salary tax. So, like, oh, okay. you know, but, right. but the thing with that is, is like the 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 economic gymnastics that a team would have to do to make this happen would get done somehow or another. They'd be like, okay, well, we're going to have to do this. We're going to have Which, to make it happen. By the way, you find me another player six. It'll be sixteen years yeah. into their career at that point where that's true of in any sport. 
I, um, it just doesn't happen. The no. guy's a freak. No, no. The guy is a freak. It, 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 it truly is a testament to what kind of a player he is. I'm a little Human. surprised. Like, I mean, uh, you know, and I guess this, you know, is 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 if you don't live in Northeast Ohio, it really wouldn't necessarily matter. But like, why did you put him on 480? Like, what business does LeBron ever have on 480? He lives in Bath and he drives up to the queue. You know what I'm saying? That's not a 480 equation. That's Route 8 into well, into 77. This isn't there. about LeBron. This isn't about LeBron. And he already knows. Doesn't he already know? Look what's happening right now. Dude, you and I won't drive 480 probably at all this year. Uh, and and here we are sitting here talking, talking about, about it. it right? You know what I mean? So I don't think it really has anything to do with that. I do think that this story is interesting, though, for a whole other reason. that it's got nothing to do with LeBron James, the 76ers, or the Cavs. This story right here, by the way, guys, as I've been harping on this a lot lately, is how fake news happens. Because you know what the headline of this story was? 76ers try to woo LeBron James from Cleveland. The 76ers had nothing to do with this billboard. Nothing. It was a home remodeling company. But your news stations are telling you the 76ers are trying to woo the Cavs star LeBron James away from Cleveland. See how fake news happens? You see it? It's because it does, in fact, happen. This is how misinformation happens. Now, I'm not going to harp on this all day. But like this is one of those things where it's like, yeah, dude, I can kind of understand why people are starting to have a little less trust in things that they're reading online every single day. We do have 30 seconds to Mars tickets. We'll pass those out at 7.30 on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. I have got to get in on this. Rock 106.9. Hey, guys, what's going on? You guys, Stansberry here for Dunkin' Donuts. You know if you listen to the show, I oftentimes start my morning out with Dunkin', and now they've added their brown sugar chipotle bacon breakfast sandwich, meaning I got to start my morning. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. We'll, uh, at 9 o'clock, send you out to Los Angeles for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Awards. And then we'll do New Tour Tuesday featuring new ASAP Rocky, Gucci Mane, and 21 Savage. That song's called Cocky. Uh, Out of the Country World, Morgan Wallen featuring Florida Georgia Line. That song's called Up Down. And then New Marilyn Manson, Tattooed in Reverse. I can't wait to hear that, Manson. I, uh, I'm excited to hear all three. I uh, I cheated and listened to the Morgan Wallen just a little bit. Okay, yeah, I cheated at that. Listen well, to that one a little. Well, bit. FLG on the track. Actually, I heard it on my way home from work yesterday. Is how I heard it. I was like, okay, yeah, into New Tour Tuesday you go. Here it comes. So nine o'clock, we'll give you that. What's going on with the charge, buddy? Tell you what's going on with the charge. Tomorrow night, they return to action. The Canton Civic Center is the place. Tickets available, cantoncharge.com. This weekend, though, just so many great promotions going on. Friday night, if you've got a kid, you need to bring him to the Canton Charge game uh, because uh, the charge... Partnering up with Cedar Point, getting every kid under the age of 14 hooked up with a Cedar Point ticket for this summer. That's a $45 value right there. So, like, honestly, if you're thinking, like, man, we got to go to Cedar Point this summer. Dude, this is a perfect way to do it. Not yeah, only do you is. go to a charge game, then you get a free ticket, too. Uh, and then Saturday night, Military Appreciation Night, and I've actually locked everything down. Friday at 9, uh, the Stansbury Show will be talking to Dr. Tim Novelli of the Patriot Project. We uh, spoke with him last year about the great work that they do providing uh, chiropractic Practic care to uh, you know pay, to uh, to uh, veterans, and uh, we'll have him back on Friday at nine. So exciting stuff there! Yeah, that would be a good day. So something's happened for the second time, and we are going to have to figure something out with this. Not necessarily we, but the country oh. will have to figure this out um, because for the second year in a row now, a transgender wrestler 
has won the Texas Girls Class 6A 110-pound division. Okay. Mac Beggs, an 18-year-old senior, senior, sorry, uh, from Trinity High School near Dallas, entered the tournament with an undefeated record. He beat Chelsea Sanchez, who he beat for the title back in 2017 in the final match on Saturday. Okay. Beggs is in the process of trans uh, of transitioning from female to male. So he is how I'm going to address this person or you know address this person because that's the way they would want that to happen is transitioning from female to male. Okay. But wrestling in the female division and winning it. Now, the issue that people have with this is that Mac himself is taking steroid therapy treatments for the transitioning, which, again, I don't know enough about steroids, what it'll do, what it won't do. I know we don't like it in sports because it gives you a competitive advantage. Right. So I don't know how I'm supposed to look at this and say, well, no, a professional athlete shouldn't be allowed to do it over a over a competitive advantage, but a high school wrestler should. Well, but I mean, like, the steroids that a, a pro athlete or a college athlete's going to be taking are different than the steroids they give you for, like, an ear infection, well, right? fair, but do these give you a strength advantage? I do not know. I mean, like you like you said, it's not like I can I can speak as a doctor or a medical professional or anything like that. But like th- like the doctor approved this, right? I mean, like in the, st- the I'm sure like the school board, or not the school board, but the the Texas Athletic Association or whatever it is. If you're being assigned, something- well, he asked to wrestle in the boys' division, but the rules in Texas state that you must participate under the gender that is listed on your birth certificate. So then they were f- like forced him to wrestle in the female division. And isn't that the way that most people would want that? You know what I'm saying? Or not most people, I guess I shouldn't say, but a lot of people who are anti transgender issues or, or whatever, they would want you to have to wrestle in what you were born, right? Because that's where they want you to go to the bathroom, right? Is where you were born. Yeah, I think that's their argument. I, I mean, I hate to speak for anybody else, but I but I would, I think, yes, I think that's the summation of their point. Is that is that you're born what you're born, so this this person wrestled where they thought was appropriate. It's just that they have an issue with the steroids, right? Yeah, they don't like, they don't like the steroid advantage. I mean, like I said, if you were if you were assigned steroids for a different reason, like I said, like a, like an, like an infection or something like that, can, are you not allowed to participate in sports then? Again, I don't know what's in the steroids they're giving people transitioning, but my guess is it's something about muscle tone and it's something about uh, like those kinds of things, right? I would have to imagine. Otherwise, what the hell are you taking it for? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, right? You're right? Be, you're taking it to become more masculine. So I would imagine that then that strength would have to then come with that. Now, this one is a little tricky because where I have a more issue with this is when you have a man transitioning into a woman and then they want to fight women. Like that dude, because that dude, it's happened. I don't think it was the UFC. I think it was Strike Force or something like that where that happened, where a dude was just like crushing chicks. Now he was transitioning into a woman or had transitioned into a woman, sorry, had, tra- had fully transitioned, but never told anyone. And so, like, he was just, like, beating the crap out of these other women. And then he fought somebody who had, like, real skill and got beat. And it's like, see, you weren't any good. And, again, Joe Rogan was pointing this out on his podcast. He was like, dude, the guy wasn't any good or the woman wasn't any good. He just was stronger. She was just stronger than every woman that she fought. 
because she was, a, in fact, a man. And so, like, that's where I have an issue with this. Like, female transitioning into boy, this is, it's, it is, it's different. And all these things are going to be different because nothing's going to be the same. Nothing is the same. And so, I, but I do have a problem. This is not this particular case, but I knew that this would get us into this conversation. But I have a problem that if you have a boy transitioning into a female and then wants to fight or and or wrestle women, that I think that that's wrong. Where if, like, like well, first of all, you could never even have Andy Kaufman today because the world would freak out. But if, but like, if you saw, I mean, if you saw that, wouldn't you be like, that's not right? You shouldn't let that happen? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that would be the overwhelming thought of society is that, like, well, there's some sort of an issue here. Because men are stronger. I think that's fair. Right. Um, Which I, makes then this statement true, that men and women are, in fact, different. I, I, I know that's an unpopular take these days on Twitter, but it is a reality. Men and women are different. I, I just think that, in, you know, in this case in particular, it's like, wh- what else is this kid supposed to do? You know what I mean? Like, like I understand there's going to be like different stories and different situations and, and we're going to have to look at things, but it's like in this case in particular, aren't we at the point now where we just create the trans league? Like, aren't we there? I, 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 I honestly probably not because I don't think that I don't think there's that many. Okay, well then if that's the case, then why the hell is the country always at pause over these issues? Well, because if there's not this many, because individuals still matter. Well, yeah, absolutely, individuals matter. But I, but again, did we handle this subject like it's literally everyone? When in when in reality, it's point one percent of the population. Oh, and I guess with that being said, like. Uh, that that's why I guess with it's just like you are going to have to look at these things case by case and you can't just be like well here's the here's the one overall rule I just feel like in this situation this person wanted to wrestle boys you're not allowed to do that all right well then I have to do this and it's like well no you you, you were wrong in that too like this person just could not win no matter what they did here unless they decided not to be a part of extracurricular activities <sighs> Which seems unfair. I want everybody to be able to have the high school experience they want. All right? That's what I would like. Now, again, that's perfect world scenario. You are in uncharted territory, essentially, in these matters. Did you not know, then, when you went into uncharted waters, that there might not be a place for you to dock your boat for a while? Like, that's going to be the way it is. What is this student's reaction from this? Like, is I mean, are they, you know... Well, she won the title. <laughs> or he. I mean, again, she's, this is a female transitioning into a, into a male. But she won the title. This is the second year in a row. Now, maybe, now, maybe she's just a fantastic wrestler and was going to win anyway. That is a totally a possibility. I don't know. But here's what else I... But here's what I do know. If any other high school athlete in this tournament tested positive for steroids, they're stripping the title away from that person. But my guess is you can't do that now because then you're transphobic. If they were doctor prescribed steroids for, you know, like an inflammation thing or, you know, if they lost weight or something like that, there's plenty of, re- I mean, doc- you know, doctors prescribed steroids. Aren't we going to get into the, the, the doctor prescribed necessary steroids at some point versus what are going to be considered? elective steroids which is what this would be and i mean there's a lot of different kinds of steroids too and they're not all used necessarily to build muscle so i don't know what i don't know that's the whole thing of this is like well what specifically was she using obviously whichever like the like the texas high school athletic association 
this was within the realm of what they allow their athletes to use. This wasn't like she was using illegal steroids, injecting them into her butt, you know. You know what I mean? Like, we agree, though, that if you're taking steroids to transition from female to male, that masculinity is part of the goal of that. So I would imagine then by that, that, they, that these then would have to include that, that these are going to have to then make her bulkier and or stronger. There, I, I don't think you can. Do, otherwise, there's no reason to give them the steroid. As far as I know, the difference between an anabolic steroid and other kinds of steroids is anabolic creates creates muscle building. If 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 she's on another kind of steroid here, you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess this is just one of those things where you or I, not knowing what this was for and what specific drug she's on, if the Texas Athletic Association allowed this, I don't. I guess I don't see where you know where where my opinion of it comes into play then. They say uh, his mom says the you know people think he's just beating up on girls, but the girls he wrestles with they are tough. It has more to do with skill and discipline than strength, and that's true. People do misunderstand wrestling. It is a skill sport. There is no doubt yeah. about it. Um, my cousin wrestled at like the one twenty five way and could like honestly could run circles around guys who were bigger and stronger in that competition. There is, there is some truth in that, but it again it doesn't bother me as much this way. But if this was happening the other way and you had a boy who transitioned to a girl in 11th grade and was just like pinning chicks, like that's a problem. That is a problem. And this is going to have to be an issue. And again, if I'm, I'm constantly told that more kids are trans than, 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 than you know about and they're just afraid to come out because of the reaction of, of society, which I think is false. I think really what it is is we have a lot of people that are going, I'm confused about my sexuality growing up and I live in a world where Snapchat and Twitter tell me that this is probably what's going on with me. So yeah, that's what's going on with me. I've said it a thousand times. As a kid who was molested as a kid by his neighbor who was dealing with, you know, sexuality issues if the world had been talking trans issues this much when i was growing up confused about what the hell was going on with me i'd have been sitting in my bedroom listening to motley crew going well do they wear a lipstick maybe i should be doing it like i that's what would have totally been going through my head for sure so i think that's what a lot of this is uh, don't get me wrong i believe it's real but you start uh, like america like we got to stop some nonsense you start as one thing you do start as one sex you can totally transition into the other one if you want I'm all for it. Do whatever the hell it is that makes you happy. But you do start at one place. We have 30 seconds to Mars tickets. We'll pass those out next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. That guy knows how to party. Rock 106.9. 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. Russell online at WRQK.com. And we'll also be out live March the 17th for The Stansberry Show's Shamrock Shenanigans presented by Coors Light. We'll start... St. Patrick's Day morning at Lobie's, 4736 Hills and Dales, Northwest there in Canton from 10 to 1130. Then we'll move up to TD's Tailgate Grill, their West Tusk location. We'll be there from noon till about 1.30. And then we'll be at Falcone's Tavern, also on West Tusk, from 2 till 3.30 that afternoon. First 50 people in attendance at all three locations. Get a free Stansbury Show pint glass. And uh, obviously we would encourage you to fill that with some Coors Light. I, uh, I like all three of those bars, dude. I'm really excited for this day. I, I really do like all three. Mm-hmm. I have not been to Falcons in a while, so that, that, that'll be good. And it'll be good to like head back there. Um, it, it has been a little while, but I do like all three of those locations, which is important. When the radio station sends you out and you're going to yeah. be out all day, yeah. it's important. It's like, yeah, I know I'm going to meet cool people, that whole thing. People who listen to the show love that. But it's like sometimes it's like, dude, send me where I want to be. You know what I mean? And those are three places. It's like, yeah, absolutely. It's exactly where we should be. 
totally fit the bill right down the middle. So I love it. Looked it up during the break. Uh, going back to the story we were talking uh, prior about this wrestler out of Texas, it, it turns out, in fact, this female or male, I'm sorry, female transitioning into male wrestling in a female's wrestling tournament had been taking not only steroids to transition, but had been taking testosterone as well. If you ask me my opinion, and since it's called the Stansbury Show, I'm going to give it to you whether you ask me or not. That's crazy. I wouldn't want my daughter having to wrestle somebody taking testosterone. I don't know. Maybe I'm. I don't know, a bigot or whatever word Twitter uses now to call people who, you know, think logically, whatever that word is, I'm sure that they'll probably try to put me in that category. I, I wouldn't want that to happen. That does kind of ring me kind of wrong. Um, much like I said, I do think it's more egregious the other way. I do think if you take like a high school boy, he wants to transition into a girl and you start letting him wallop him on, on other women, other girls, I have a serious issue with that. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in love with that idea at all, but we did look that up. And it did turn out was, in fact, taking some testosterone there. I have an issue. They, uh, they say here that, uh, or they didn't say, that they looked into whether or not the add-ons at car wash places are worth it. Because, again, now you take a day like today. I, from what I understand, it's supposed to be 56 and sunny all day. It's nice. It was pretty nice yesterday. It was beautiful. I can't believe, as a matter of fact, I can't believe I spent yesterday afternoon at the gym instead of the golf course. Like I can't, like When I think about who I am as a person, I can't believe that that's true. But it is. Um, but I, I'm thinking golf's going to be it today. Again, 56 and sunny. So a lot of you are going to think about washing your cars, myself included. So they're wondering, is the $16 premium wash really that better than a, like a $5 basic wash? Now, these are the numbers they're using. I most, most often get my car washed at like, well, right around the corner from here, we, uh, you know, we have one of those gas stations that's got one of those you know, self-car washes. Right. And it's got three different settings on it. And it's got, you know, you know, low, mid, and then, you know, the high level. And I normally buy the high level car wash because it's got some extra stuff on it that I'm like, yeah, I want that. I would assume that's like gasoline where it's like, yeah, they say it's better, but it's probably not. I don't know. I don't know, though. They say the $5 minimum wash is, is, is you should at least do that during the winter to at least get the salt and road stuff off your car because, the you know, the road salt and stuff is what will help, you know, rust start to happen, and it'll just break down the body of your car. I've often wondered uh, what the cost of living in Northeast Ohio is on my car. You oh, know what God. I'm saying? It's got to well, be severe. No region gets away with it. Move to Arizona, the heat then wears out paint. Like, there's no, okay. re- no region okay. really gets away from it. Um, I, they say the Carolinas, places like that, but again, salt from the ocean right. coming up. I, I don't think there's really a sand in the desert. I don't really think there's a region that really gets away from that when it comes to the car on that. I could be wrong, but from what, I've under, from what I understand, they say now the middle is probably your best option. Is, you know, that gives you the underbody, you know, wash because if you start getting rust down there, that's thousands of dollars to repair. Then now they say the one that I normally go with, like the high end wash, that yeah, it gives you like that wax for the windshield. So like the water beads and it gives you the tire shine and like that kind of stuff. It doesn't extend the life of your car any. It's all just, you know, cosmetic. It doesn't really affect anything. So right but, in the middle is where they should be then. But I like. That that rain X thing with the windshield. I like the fact that when I get my car washed, it does it. If it rains three days from now, like I don't have to use my wipers constantly because I think of it like this: like it cost me a little bit more money, but did it save me the money on a wiper motor in my car five years from now? Probably a little. I um I really like washing my car and like, like washing. Yeah, it. like washing it by really? hand. Yeah, I really do. That's one of those like 
those, I guess, chores or whatever that like, no, dude, I'll go out there on a weekend morning and spend two hours washing the car and not have an issue with that at all. Okay. I would like it because I don't hate doing it. I just seem to suck at it. Like I can never, no matter what, I'm always like, it's still, it doesn't. Still not as clean as it could have been. It doesn't. And then I've tried washing it all at once. I've tried washing one side and then doing the other. I tried washing one section. I've tried it all and I can't seem to do it. The only thing is there is that you can't wash underneath your car with that. So that's fine during the summer. But like wintertime, you know, you do kind of have to go somewhere where it's you can get the whole thing scrubbed out there. Because, I mean, for the most part, I mean, during the summer, you don't need to wash underneath your car every other week or every week however often probably you not. do it um but you know wintertime it probably a necessity there yeah so. that salt and stuff gets underneath there it's bad stuff like how often are you washing your car once a week usually i'll take my car and my girlfriend's car up to like the uh to the quarter car wash up there and it depends in the winter of like what weather will allow you know what i'm saying you'll sure. go three weeks in the winter time and it's like dude well there's been a foot of snow out here what do you want me to do um but as soon as like like yesterday it was like all right we gotta go get all this crap out of our car you know what i mean like i gotta, gotta, gotta go take care of the you know i've so. been slacking on that dude like my car and i've again here i i'm approaching like one year and i and i had been great for about 10 months. Right. Now and it's already the, your eh, Then eh. the 11th month came, and now I got a gym bag over there. That's laying around over there. This is over there. And I, I today I do. I want to get it cleaned out. I try to get my car washed if weather will allow, because Fantone's right about that. Like sometimes in the winter, it's just like, dude, there's no, no purpose. Yeah, what are you doing this just, just can't do it. But while, when the weather's good, I try to wash it once a pay period. That seems right to me. Like once every two weeks is probably right. Now I know car guys, like car fanatics, will be out there like every two days doing it. I I don't have I don't have the dedication for that. But once a pay period is about where I go. But they say middle of the road, and you're probably getting just about everything you need for your car to be clean and to extend the life of the paint and or the car itself. More Sansbury Show and thirty seconds to Mars tickets next on Rock 106.9. The Stansbury Show. We may not be a global epidemic yet. On iHeartRadio. This is a dream come true. Canton's Rock Station, Rock 1069. 1069. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 1069. We'll pass out these 30 seconds to Mars tickets here momentarily. 1 800 243 7625. The number you'll need on those. They'll play Blossom. As a matter of fact, I, uh, as somebody who follows Gerald, uh, Jared Leto on Twitter the way I do, he was saying yesterday that he has finished the album and he will be mastering it today. First one in five years, I guess. Surprised you followed Jared Leto on Twitter. Are you that big of a 30 seconds fan? I don't know how that happened. That's weird. I, it, it, it's weird. It's a weird follow for me. I do like that band. Um, I They're getting further and further away from what I like. Their first album was really strange and really good. Um, but like even like the like Kings and Queens, I love that song. And This Is War, love that song. I um dude, like there's I just mix up one song and <laughs> sometimes I'll do Combine them together. Yeah, yeah like whatever, I, I, I think I might have right, done that. But um but I but yeah, they have stuff that I do like. Some of their hits I have really, really liked. Um yeah, they've had songs that I've I've certainly enjoyed. Um I like Jared Leto as an actor. Just a little surprised you uh you follow the guy you know on what? Twitter. Trish. I know, I know what it was. It was and I, God damn it, I wish I could, re- I wish I could remember what the name of their documentary was. And I don't know if it's still available on Netflix, but their documentary was so good about how he went to war with the record label and like was standing up for his album and did that whole thing and was like, did the whole artistic thing. And there were so many things in that where I was like, man, dude, good for you, dude. 
Like, good for you being willing to fight for what you believe in. Probably helpful that you have another source of income coming in. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when you're a big you know, movie star, you got a little bit of buffer zone that, you know, other bands might not necessarily yeah. have. Yeah, um, sure. But uh, they, no, they're, I mean, they are, dude. They're a good band, especially like... When you hear like, oh, some actor is starting a band, you're like, God, this is going to be terrible. At that point, he wasn't, I mean, he was kind of like, I don't want to say a bust of an actor, but it's not like he had been in anything like massive. I mean, still, even to this day, I mean, dude, that what that DC movie he just did as the Joker is probably the biggest thing he's ever really done, right? As far as like mass appeal goes, like I know he's been in some good stuff. It's not like the stuff he's been in has been bad. I just don't think any of it was like, like, I know he's in Panic Room. Like he was in that. He's in Fight Club. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I forgot about him in that. That was a huge movie. Requiem for a Dream was pretty big. He was an American Was that Psycho. a big movie? I, that was a really good movie. Was it a big movie? Um, I, I guess maybe more just something I liked as that, opposed to. That's more of a cult classic. Um, American Psycho, pretty big. Um, oh, geez. I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, but I'm you, saying when he started 30 Seconds to Mars, did all the, dude, a lot of that stuff's after that. And, 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 a, and a lot of that is, Like you Fight know, Club and you know American Psycho, that's all after he started 30 Seconds. I don't know when 30 Seconds. It's pretty early. I mean, dude, when I remember when I was doing overnights at one of the other rock stations, like I was playing their new song then. So, I mean, God, like you're talking 30 seconds to Mars. 2000, I'm saying four. Find when the first album was. Two thousand and three was their debut yeah. album. All these were ninety nine, two thousand movies like oh, American wow. Psychos ninety nine, Fight Clubs ninety nine. Okay, I did. Okay, I thought I but, thought a lot of that the, stuff came the, later. The thing I will say about that is that like he wasn't huge in any of those movies. He was just kind of a dude. Like yeah, he had roles and was a part, but it's not like anybody knew who like he really outside you know, of my so called life. That was the right, show he was on, right? right? Where right. it was like every teenage girl in the world wanted to have sex with him, even though he'd rather go home with your brother. But like you know whatever. Um, Oh, you know what? Which actually, this kind of leads me into something else I wanted to talk about. This happens a lot, and I have started to get really pissed off about it. I get attacked via online as being like a curmudgeon about entertainment. Like, oh, you just hate everything. Of course, you hate the Avengers movies. You don't hate them because they're three and a half hours long with no point and just explosions. You hate them because you're because you're old and you're just you just hate everything because you're old. And I just get constantly told that I just hate everything just because I like to hate things. Okay. Well, I found something yesterday on Netflix that I loved. Now I'm only I'm getting ready. I'll start the third episode today. So I've only watched two episodes. So you know shows it could take a wild turn and get real bad from here. But there's a show and it wasn't even all that highlighted. But it's called Seven Seconds and it has Regina King in it. And anything that has Regina King in it, I'll watch. I like her. I'm just a fan. I like her. So I was like, all right, you know what? Let me. She's in this. It's probably pretty good. I'm gonna watch it. You know, I mean, I know 227 wasn't that great, but like outside of that, like normally Regina King's pretty good. So I was like, all right, let me watch this. And what it is, is a white cop hits a black kid on a bike. And the, and so then he wants to turn himself in, but his other cop buddies won't let him because their whole thing is, dude, you're a white cop. You've hit a black kid on a bike. Do you know what's going to happen? And he and and actually, the kid, the, the guy says something I I felt was very interesting in the writing. He said it was a mistake, it was an accident. And his other cop buddy says, "Did you watch the news anymore? There ain't no such thing as accidents nowadays, man." And I was like, "Wow, he's kind of right on that." Like I was like, "You should turn the guy in," but he is right on that. 
And so they they go to start like covered up, and you start to see like the guy who hit the kid can't really take it. The rest of them are all going to be fine. They're like kind of dirty cops, you know what I mean? They they work in narcotics, that kind of thing. Strike squad, that whole thing. They always wear their hats backwards to show you like they're cool with the black lingo, that whole thing, right? They're kind of from that thing, and you can start to see that the cop that hit him can't take it. Like it's starting to come like through him, and I'm very interested to see how that unfolds. But as a guy who constantly gets like, accused of of hating everything just because it's new, not because it's bad. Seven seconds on Netflix so far, bang up job. Let's send you to see 30 Seconds to Mars or Playing Blossom. I believe it's June 16th. We'll take caller 15 right now, 1-800-243-7625 on those. Start the hour number three of The Stansberry Show next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show, Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. We're online for you at WRQK.com. Coming up at 9 o'clock, we'll do New Tour Tuesday, where you're getting new ASAP Rocky featuring Gucci Mane and 21 Savage. The name of that song is Cocky. Then out of the country world, we'll play a new song by Morgan Wallen featuring Florida Georgia Line. That song's called Up Down. And New Maryland Manson, Tattooed in Reverse. All coming, at ni- uh, coming up at 9 o'clock. Do you want to make you aware of this? The Stansbury Show Shamrock Shenanigans taking place St. Patrick's Day. It is a Saturday, the 17th of uh, March. We'll start our day off at Lobie's at 10 a.m. that morning. We'll be there till about 1130. Then head up to TD's Tailgate Grill, their West Tusk location from noon to 130. And then Falcones from 2 till 330. Falcones is also on West Tusk. Uh, 5029 West Tusk is where Falcones is. That'll be a good day. It will be. Presented by uh, Coors Light and the first 50 people at every event. Get a Stansbury Show pint glass, and we would uh, obviously encourage you to fill that with Coors Light. Which they might make the best day drinking beer ever. Oh yeah, dude! I Coors mean, Light it, is a phenomenal day drinker. That's a that's a that's a really good day. Uh, that's a really good day drinker. Perfect St. Patrick's Day beer. Exactly. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. That'll be a, that'll be a good day. This new, uh, we're, we're not, I don't want to get into a ton of this now, but this new mock draft at CBS has the Browns giving up 1 4, 33, and 35 to Indianapolis for Andrew Luck. That's a lot. But that's everything. But if you don't, but dude, if, if you get a franchise quarterback, it's not crazy. The amount of first round draft picks that bust, I think it's something like 60%. I mean, it's like, it's crazy. So it's not nuts. I and you know everybody's like, well, we don't know if Andrew Luck is healthy, but sure enough, as soon as they hire their head coach and the new offensive coordinator, what happens? Surprise! Andrew Luck can throw a football. I tried to tell you that whole thing was Indy trying to figure out what they had in Jacoby Brissett and trying to show the rest of the league what they had in him so they could trade him away. So something else has been going on, and this involves the president. And I always feel like I got to walk a, a high wire when I do this because you know so many people just think that everybody's out to attack him. And there are a lot of people who are out to unfairly attack him. And certain members of the press are definitely in that camp. There's no doubt about it. There is a me- there's an orchestrated media thing that's out there to discredit anything he does. Anything. Even if it's positive, they're going to try to find a way to tell you how it's bad. Like, the media does hate him. There is no doubt about it, right? But this does need to be discussed because... There, he does this thing. This is very much like when he did this with John McCain. This is about the the deputy in Florida. Is it Scott Peterson? I believe is the guy's name, right? Who was working at the school, and 
he was outside of the building when when the Parkland shooting happened, and you know the entire country's after him for not running back into the school. Basically, everybody's calling him a coward, and the president's piling on. This is what he had to say. I got to watch some deputy sheriffs performing this weekend. They weren't exactly uh, Medal of Honor winners. All right, the way they performed was frankly disgusting. They were listening to what was going on. The one in particular, he was then, he was early. Then you had three others that probably a similar deal a little bit later, but a similar kind of a thing. You know, I really believe, you don't know until you test it, but I think I, I really believe I'd run in there even if I didn't have a weapon. And I think most of the people in this room would have done that too, because I know most of you. But the way they performed was was really a disgrace. There's no bigger fan of the Second Amendment than me, and there's no bigger fan of the NRA. And these guys are great patriots. They're great people. And they want to do something. They're going to do something. And they're going to do it, I think, quickly. I think they want to see it. But we don't want to have sick people having the right to have a gun. Plus, when we see somebody is sick like this guy, when the police went to see him, they didn't do a good job. But they have restrictions on what they can do. We got to give them immediate access to taking those guns away. What? So that they don't just leave and he sit there with seven different weapons. Got to give them immediate access. Don't worry, you're not going to get any. You won't. Don't worry about. So you see, you hear the hesitation to clap for anything he says. Like everybody, like it's just like you, even if you agree with it, there's like a hesitation to agree with anything he says because it's like, oh god, the whole world's going to think I'm an idiot. You won't. Don't worry about the NRA. They're on our side. You guys, half of you are so afraid of the NRA. There's nothing to be afraid of. And you know what? If they're not with you, we have to fight them every once in a while. That's okay. They're doing what they think is right. I will tell you, they are doing what they think is right. But sometimes we're going to have to be very tough and we're going to have to fight them. But we need strong background checks for a long period of time. All right, we're getting a little further in this than I intended to go. I don't really care about any of that. It was the, the, the claim that he, he would run into the building. I mean, you saw this yesterday from people who hate him. And they got a legitimate argument here, dude. Where it's like, dude, if you were the kind of guy who's going to run back into a building to save people, aren't you the kind of guy that doesn't dodge the draft? I, I think that you can draw a, a decent line of conclusion there. I, I don't think that that's crazy to think that. No. Um, I mean, do you view him as like a draft dodger? Like, I don't really, I don't know. That, that's, that, how do I say this without pissing everybody in the world off? I understand the desire not to go to war. I don't think you should do it, but I don't really view anybody. I don't really. My generation didn't really have that. That draft dodging thing. Thank God. That, that, Thank God. Yeah, I agree. I because I, 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 I didn't want to go. I'll be honest. No. I would have went. I'm not the kind of guy who's going to go to Canada or, you know, you know, pretend I pissed my pants or something like that or whatever. But. That seems to me like the draft dodger thing was definitely from the generation before me of guys who went and right. guys who didn't. That that they really view people that way. I didn't. Re- I don't really think about it. So out of all the things I have with him, and of all the issues you could have with him, I'm not even sure that's the worst one. Which, when in reality, crazy. I mean, dude, that I mean that's crazy. a little crazy. I mean, dude, draft dodger would have dude draft dodger has sunk. 
previous people trying to be serious politicians. I mean, I mean, just look at you know, look at, and, and I'm talking left, right, whatever. Any president prior to you know to the 45th one. Um, uh, to throw draft dodger. I mean, like John McCain was sank because of 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 the Swift boat thing, and it's like, dude, at least I was there, right? I mean, like I was there. Yeah, and so I would have preferred the Florida deputy to run back into the building. Okay, yeah, I would have. Yeah, that and and for all, let's arm this, let's arm that, let's hire cops, let's do this. Well, look, they had it. Yeah, I mean, they had it, and well, it didn't work. See, but the thing I'm going to say about that is, and people will point to this and say, well, it didn't work, but it didn't make things worse. It didn't, like, it didn't add to more dead bodies. So, like, if the one situation it works and in 99 situations it doesn't, well, I would still rather have the one that it did wait work. Wait a minute. Yes, it did lead to more dead bodies. He heard shooting. If he went inside, he could have intervened. I'm just saying having somebody there with a gun, whether they did or did not stop, it's not like it... It's, it didn't. It didn't give more. It didn't lead to more dead bodies. This is one of those things in life where you think you're the kind of person who's going to run in that building until the guns start going off. And so we can hire all the people we want. We can put all. Dude, this has been true of cops. I know, dude. I have friends who were cops who have said, dude, they have watched people come out of the academy that they thought for sure that you can bank on that dude. And then next thing you know, you roll up to a call and they just don't have it in them. That, that when the moment actually hits, it's a different thing. That the adrenaline kicks, and you're either the kind of person that has it, or you're not. And do you know before you get there? No. I mean, before you become a resource officer, before you become an officer on a school, like I would think that you've been through some situations, I assu- right? I would assume that they're not pulling. They're not pulling like, "Hey, dude, you're you know, fresh faced, nineteen year old rookie off the street," and like, no, he definitely in. was not that. So, like, I would think he's seen some calls. And I don't care what this officer says. This doesn't look good. You were there for a reason. You didn't do the thing you were there to do. So, dude, the country's going to call you a coward. That's the way it is. Do officers... Are officers always, you know, in a situation like this, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, this is the worst thing that could be happening as kids are dying, but, like, don't you wait for, like, backup? Don't you wait for, like, to know what's going on before you run in there guns blazing? I mean, like... Right? You you wait for SWAT. Like it, it seems like in every other police situation, you don't send the cop in there because he doesn't know what he's walking into. And him walking away that day is the most important thing he, he can do, right? I don't do. There's kids in there. Right? And so outside of protocol, isn't there a human thing that kicks in you? But is it is it the best idea for you as the first officer on the scene to run in there, get shot, and then other cops don't even, you know what I'm saying? You can't even provide the intel that you have. No, there is some Monday morning quarterback going on here with this cop. There's no doubt. There is some Monday morning quarterback going on. But, if I mean, if you're outside the school, you have a weapon, you're trained, get your ass in the building, dude. Yeah, I mean, you hear gunshots going off and like... Get in the building. <laughs> Dude, if the cops roll up to my door, right? Like, I live right downtown. Right. So the police station's pretty close. If a cop just happened to be driving down the street where I live and they heard gunshots in my apartment, dude, they're going to call it in, but they're coming in the building. I think they'd wait. I do. I mean, if, if, if they... Really? Yeah, I think they would wait to like be able to tell. Like in a hostage situation, they don't just run in there, right? I mean, I'm not a cop, so I guess I can't I can't speak on like well what's procedure here, but like I, I would have thought like having backup would have been a part of the equation there. I I would have thought. 
Uh, yeah, I would have preferred he went in. I, you know, that's my if that's my kid in that school, and dude, that's what you were hired to do is protect my kids. Because what we put you there for? In case the in case the PTA meeting got out of hand, no, we put you there, dude, to handle this. So if the protocol is wait for six more guys to show up, then hire the six dudes. What are we doing with one resource officer? So that can't that couldn't have been the protocol. The protocol had to be, dude. You need to intervene. This is why you're on grounds. And I, I guess all these things that we're saying and thinking, we're like. No, you or I have not put ourselves into the situation yet. If here's what I would do, here's what I would do. And I think that's the problem with what the president said. It's not so much that like you're off base with it. It's but why did you put yourself as like, I'm going in there? Uh, they, because he knows that's the way Americans talk. That's the way Americans feel. There, there's not a guy listening to us right now that thinks to himself, he's not the guy that goes in there. There's not a guy alive. They are all th- that's what you're thinking right now in your truck on the way to work. Hopefully that's a Ford F-150 from Wake Up Ford. Do you go in? The best answer I can give you is I don't know. If, But I know this flies in the face of a lot of the things we like to joke with me about, but I think I do. I really, I think I do, but I don't know. I, but I, I think in that moment I go, oh my God, I wish I wasn't the adult that was standing here. Like I wish I didn't have to do this. But I think I would. But that's why, I mean, that's why I'm not a cop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want to have to put myself in those situations. I, I get that. I don't want that. I don't want that decision. But I think I do, but I don't know. And again, I think it's true. Dude, I, like I said, I got buddy. Dude, I have a buddy who's a, like a third district downtown Cleveland cop. And he's like, dude, I've watched people come into there who you think you could bet your life on. He's like, I've had guys who I've worked with three, four, five, ten years, and then you roll up on one call, dude, and they just can't. They don't. They can't summon it. They don't have it. And he's like, it's just, dude. It happens. We're human beings. Everybody has their finish line where they stop, and it's like, nah, dude, can't do that. Now it's weird. It's different for everybody else. So I'm just not sure. Like I believe, like, dude, we should put people in schools. I'm all for it. It's like, remember the airline thing? Like, oh my God, the airline. We're gonna blow up every plane. What do we do? We put airline marshals on the plane. We've seen less problems, right? So I'm all for it. I just don't want it to be the English lit teacher. Like for Christ's sakes, that woman's already spending five hundred dollars. They say annually on her credit card to buy school supplies because we won't pass school levies. I don't necessarily want her packing heat on the side then and having to like mow people down in the hallway over, you know, a liberal arts degree for Christ's sake. Like seriously, like that's what we think should happen. Armin teacher seems crazy to me, but hiring professionals. But then again, here we are. I mean, here we are. There, there were multiple professionals who ultimately, it, it seems like the country wants to say, did not act the way that we would want these professionals to act in these situations. I'm, I'm okay with professionals being there. I'm okay with teachers who are willing to do that being there. Um, I just don't know if either one of those things are like the final answer of like, well, now it's all figured out. Like, I'm okay with exploring the ideas. I just, I, I, don't, I don't know where they lead. I could train a teacher with a gun, right? And I know you can. You can teach anybody how to shoot a gun properly and handle a gun. And I can teach anybody not to have the fear of a gun that you have of something that is unknown to you. I can teach anybody that. But I don't want to paint teachers with a broad brush either. But much like I don't want to paint gun owners with a, with a broad brush. But is a teacher the kind of person that can actually shoot a kid when they have to? I Think about that. Even if it was the best move possible, do you shoot a 14-year-old? Now, I know the kid was 18. I'm just saying, I'm asking you.
Do you shoot a 14-year-old in the chest in a hallway? Even if you know it's the best thing to do in that situation. Do you do it? I don't know. I don't know what I do in that moment. I think I'm thinking the right to myself right there. This kid's 14. I think I do. I don't know. I, it's, it's hard to put yourself in that situation because it's real easy to be like, this is what I do. Uh, yeah. Dude, if, you're, if, the, if where you work today is on fire, like, dude, you know what you're going to do? You know what you're going to do? If your building you're in right now at work, lights on fire, you know what you're going to do? You're going to run for the goddamn door. That's what you're going to do. You might knock on some doors on the way, but you're breaking Usain Bolt speed getting to the exit. We all think we're this hero. I don't know. I, I'm i ashamed of what the answer on me might be. Man, that's a, that's a tough place to be. But I think, I don't know, man. The president, Phantom said this during the break, actually. And again, I don't want to get in this side and that side and this and that. But dude, if Obama had been on tape saying cops didn't do their jobs right, as a matter of fact, he did a couple of times, and the world like flipped out. And rightfully so. Like, this guy will say this stuff and like nothing but but I, I think goes down. I think this should be like I mean, criticism of some officers is warranted at times. And like, like if if I, if I can say, hey, these cops didn't do their job here, but on the other side, I say, hey, these cops didn't do their job here, yeah. and all of a sudden, I'm this cop hater. You like, know what's happening me with right right now with me? And and dude, I got to give Trump supporters a little bit of a, of a break here because you know what's happening with his statement right here is that I don't hate what he said. I hate how he said it. And this is much like the asshole countries thing, where it's like everybody knows those countries are assholes. It's just you don't like the fact that the leader said that. Which, by the way, it wasn't in his stump speech. It wasn't in the State of the Union. It was in a private meeting, and nobody can confirm it. So, like, there's that. I just don't like the way he said it. If he were just a little bit more articulate, I think a lot of the problems that he gets himself in could be easily skirted. I think could be easily skirted if he just... He's always the best Americans. They're the best ones. Some fine people. Like, he's always just on these very... I just, I don't know, not like he just does not have the mastery of it the way other presidents have. And I think that that's what leads to a lot of his missteps and a lot of the hatred towards him. I, I, I really do. Because I don't, you're right. I mean, certain cops do, you do need to, to, to draw questions about their performance. You do. You absolutely have to. So I don't necessarily hate what he said, but it's how he said it did not come off great. And that's probably not fair to rake him over the coals on that as a guy who struggled for the last 90 seconds to tell you how I feel about what he said. It's probably not all that fair that I'd be the one raking him over the coals on that. Millennials, dude, I'm going to give you a break on this one because I don't believe this is true of all of you, but they claim now millennials aren't doing something for weeks on end. We'll tell you what that is next on The Stansbury Show. Hope you boys brought popcorn. The Stansbury Show. Because I'm about to put on a show. Rock 106.9. Hey guys, what's going on? You got Stansbury here for the Wakeham Auto Family. It's Cleveland Auto Show time. You know what that means? You're saving thousands of dollars off your next car at Wakeham. Right now at Wakeham Subaru, how about 0% for up to... Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Coming up at 9 o'clock, we'll send you out to Los Angeles for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Awards. Bon Jovi part of that. Yeah. Bunch of others. We'll yeah. send you out there. You. Also, new tour Tuesday. New ASAP Rocky, Gucci Mane featuring 21 Savage Cocky. New Morgan Wallen, Up Down is your country song. And then Marilyn Manson tattooed in reverse. We'll play all those. I hope that rap song is good. I like all three of those guys. I hope it's good. I don't know if I know... 
twenty any one of twenty one Savage's own stuff. I know he's been on on songs I like, but I don't know if I know. Maybe I do, and I don't know that's him. That happens a lot when I'm at the gym. Like I just have like this rap mixed thing playlist that iHeartRadio provides. They have they they actually have like a gym rap mix that iHeartRadio uh, provides via the app, and so that's what I've been using lately. And I know he comes up a lot in the you know. In the remix, I know he comes up a lot in those, but I, I don't know if I know any of his own stuff. And I don't. What's the whole ASAP thing? I like every dude in that crew. Yeah, that's like. I mean, it's like how with like it's like your last name's first essentially because ASAP's the crew. Like that's the A money sign AP. I don't know what it stands for, but like that's the squad, and then like. It's your name. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be like ASAP Stansberry and ASAP Fantone. He ASAP Rocky's the guy that did effing problems, right? Was that him? Or was that, that might have been Ferg. I think it's Ro- I think it's Rocky, but I could be wrong. But that song was great. Yeah, I get confused about all these things too, man. I do. Effing Problems was great. Alright. Millennials, there's a new study that's come out, and I don't buy it. And I think that this is people just looking to crap on your generation and just dump this on your lap. And I believe it's probably true of some of you, as it's been true of some people in every generation before you, and that will come after you, and that that what the news is going to do is paint this as a broad brush as this whole generation sucks. Okay. Now, is this specific to millennials, or is this just kind of the, hey, millennials means people younger than me? They say, they're saying millennials. Okay. The survey found that 30% of millennials only brush their teeth once a day and almost 22% of them say they avoid getting a professional cleaning because they dislike the product taste. Others have a general fear of sitting in the dentist chair because of treatment, pain, or past negative experience. Isn't every generation kind of afraid of the dentist? Right. Come come on, come on. Also, this is again where headlines are so misleading. Because the headline says millennials go days without brushing their teeth, and then it tells you 30% of them brush their teeth once a day, but it doesn't tell me what the, what the other 70% are doing. I would hope twice a day. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I'm willing to bet, and the, dude, millennials, all age groups, I'm willing to bet if you polled most people and, they, and, their, and their answer was never, if they were forced to give an answer and their answer was never going to be linked to who they are, you're going to find out most people brush their teeth once a day. I bet that's true. Um, a big chunk of people brush their teeth once a day. I'd probably for agree. sure. I'd probably agree with that. I I think it's one of those things people think about in the morning because you just woke up, eh, pff, morning breath, get it out of there, and then you think you're good the rest of the day. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's you know, it better be in the morning if you're only brushing your teeth once a day. It better be in the morning because I mean, that's when your mouth tastes like butt. You know what I mean? That's when like, and that's before you go see the world. If you think like, oh, I'll just brush them at night, wake up, and then go, you know, no, go to work, people are gonna hate you. It's not a shower. You can shower at night take it yeah. you know go to bed wake up and you can not like reek like be yeah you can do that i'm not sure it's the same with teeth sometimes in the morning because how early we wake up and leave the house i will forget before i leave the house sometimes now i always keep that kind of stuff here i always have toothbrush and like toothpaste and mouth i always have it here in the office but even if i do brush my teeth in the morning normally after the show it's the first thing i do because I've just talked for a few hours, you know what I mean? It's just like your mouth's getting dry, just feels gross. Yeah. 
And so like I just have to do it. But I'm dude, I don't think this is a millennial thing at all. I think this is people wanting to jump up and down on you, put the 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 word millennial in, in a title so old people click it. Yeah, I I mean I, I think that if if you if you, you know, pull Generation X and you pull baby boomers and you pulled all of them together, that yeah, there's gonna be people out there who are only brushing their teeth. I bet if we had a dentist on, he would tell you that this is every generation ever. Regardless of age, man, guys, brush your teeth. Like sometimes I mean, don't get me wrong, sometimes I'll forget the night one. I feel like the morning brushing is part of my routine where it's like I wake up, I go to the bathroom, I put on deodorant, and I brush my teeth. That's all kind of like, but like vast majority of the time, it's like getting towards bedtime, and it's like, all right, this is probably the last bathroom trip before I go to bed. Brush those chompers, man. Give them a little scrubbing. Like, what? It's not. It's not like. It's not like tough to do, or it's not like time consuming. It's not like painful. So I do have a millennial friend. I will tell you, his name is Josh. Um, and he works for this company, and he works for a huge radio show in New York City. New York City? And Josh used to work for me back in the day. And he, we had had him on the show to talk about it. Does not routinely brush his teeth. Um, he'll, he'll go, like, sometimes as long as a month. Jeez, what is he doing to, I mean, he's got to be doing something to clean his mouth out, though. He says not that much. He Does says, that use a mouthwash? Or he like- says he feels like it's a total scam. And that it's not like it's, which is crazy because they found dude gum disease is linked to heart disease. It's like, dude, you don't take care of your teeth. It's bad for the rest of your body. Like it's, it's bad for, for a lot of stuff going on. But like, he just, he says, he's like, I just don't do it. Can you make the argument of, of, of maybe the choice a day is more cosmetic, more, you don't want your breath, breath to stink than like a health benefit. Yeah, I guess I could see that maybe mouthwash isn't necessary, but like at the end of the day, your teeth, like they get that, like that film on them. And like, if nothing else, just for like the sake of my own, like comfort, I like to feel like my mouth is clean. Well, there's a windscreen on the mic that we use. Right. And right. so when you're sitting close to it, like I am right now, sometimes what will happen is your breath will bounce off of it mm-hmm. and it'll come back into your nose. It'll waft back into your nose. And so sometimes when I have forgotten before I leave the house, I'll smell it come off the windscreen. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh my God, dude, you're going to knock people over with that. And I'll end up brushing them during a the break. I, like you, can forget at night sometimes. This is one of the areas where my parents weren't great. Like they weren't strict. This is the only one here. It is. Right. I mean, I had pretty good parents, but I they had but outside like they were not great at right after you were done with a meal, go do that. Like go, you know what I mean? They they weren't they were not great at that. Um, I'm willing to bet. What do you think the percentage of people? Because the daily recommended is three times per day. What do you think the percentage of Americans that brushes their t- their teeth three times a day is? Probably ten. Oh, I'll take the way under. Under. Way under. I bet it's 2%. As a matter of fact, I'm going to try and find out if we can find any data on that, and we'll come right back with that. And there's some disturbing thing that's happening in porn. That's next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. All right. I like it. I like it a lot. Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. We're online at WRQK.com. We have a pair, I believe, is it a four-pack? Oh, four. it's a family four-pack, baby. Four-pack of charge tickets for the 11th of March for yeah. Basket Brawl. Oh, yeah. OCW will be on hand as well doing oh, yeah. things. And uh, the, the Erie Bayhawks will get their ass beat by the Canton Charge, and you'll be there as we pass out tickets here momentarily. A lot of people confused about that. One ticket gets you into both events. So you'll be seeing a charge game and an Ohio Championship Wrestling event. It's, uh, it's a of good, course good they're confused right about it. They don't have <laughs> sleeves on their shirts, and they were up late watching Monday Night Raw. Of course they don't understand what's going on. 
Before the break, we were talking about how they say millennials are not brushing their teeth. Tanya writes in and says, try dating a dental assistant. I've flossed my boyfriend's teeth at times because their mouths were, were bothering me and they're not doing it right. She said, you should see the mouths I see at work. I believe it. Uh, it's been a while since I've had a professional cleaning. I should probably get a professional cleaning. Yeah, I need to go to the dentist too, but I'm just not because I know I'm going to have to get a tooth taken out. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Why do you know you have to have it taken like, out? It's like all busted up, dude. I don't know if a cavity got out of control or what. But like, like one is of it my, cracked? Yeah, one of my back molars is like cracked and it doesn't hurt. So I'm It's just not like, sensitive? Uh-uh. So I'm just like, whatever, I'm fine. I'm oh, fine. it can be I'm repaired. Fine. I'm fine. They don't have to yank that. Uh, no, dude, this one they're going to have to yank. Like there's like, it's just barely like root and like... A little bit of like 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 tooth attached to it. Yeah, they're, it's dude's it, coming. Oh out. really? Oh yeah. I mean, like I'd say fifty percent of the tooth is already gone. Jeez. I, uh, oh I, god. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. Like it's fine. So I'm just like, eh, I don't want to do it. I don't yeah. want to do it. What I will tell you though is, it doesn't hurt now. One day I'm gonna wake up and be like, oh. I'm and dude, better to get it taken out. Dude, tooth pain is some of the worst pain you'll ever have. Like, I asked you the other day, and I think yeah. your answer was no. You've never had a root canal. Never had a root canal, no. Looks like maybe you should have. Maybe it looks like you should have. Yeah. At it, one point. It's one of those things I know. I'm like, dude, go take care of this. Like, why aren't you taking care of this? I'm not even, like, afraid of the dentist. I'm really not, but it's just like, dude, I don't know. I'm not afraid of the dentist right? either. I just, I'm... I'm not afraid of anything. I'm just lackadaisical. <laughs> I'm like, ah, tomorrow I'll call. Ah, tomorrow I'll call. And I and I just haven't. But I like it's been too long since I've had a professional yeah. cleaning. And now, dude, we just live in a small town. I'm worried the dude's right. going to listen and be like, this is the guy whose advice I take on life stuff. This is who I listen to every morning. Look at this. So I worry about that. But I did look it up. And I was not able to find percentage of people that brush their teeth three times a day, all right? But the percentage of women who brush their teeth after every meal, now I would imagine we're considering every meal, th- what, three meals, right? That's the, that's, the, that's the standard. So let's call this three times a day then. 28.5% of women brush their teeth after every meal. I'm not every meal. I'm not. I, I mean, it's it's it's. I wake up, brush my teeth, eat breakfast, and I'm not going back upstairs okay. to brush my teeth again. They're listing every meal here as three times a day because they go into twice a day after this. Okay. All right. So the percentage of men who brush their teeth after every meal, essentially three times a day. Phantom, give me last. Give me the well, you guess. Said it was, you said it was twenty-seven for Tw- women. Twenty-eight point seven for women. Uh, Ten for men. Oh wow, it's a little higher now. Okay. Uh, it's, but I but it is lower. It's twenty point five percent. We just know women take better care of themselves than men, uh, broadly, mostly. Liars. Bunch of dudes out there. Yeah, I brush my teeth three times a day. No, don't. I don't buy it. I don't buy it either. I, uh... I, I now Tanya saying you want to talk teeth. I'm your girl. I'd clean your teeth. Tanya, we may we yeah, may have to set up that here. up. Yeah, we may have to say here. it's been forever since I've had a professional cleaning. Shove your fingers in our mouth, Tanya. Come on. Now I, I floss my teeth a lot because I'm. I, I know I've told this story before and it grosses people out. But occasionally, I'll just sit there with the dental hooks at my in my in my living room table and I'll just like floss my teeth and then yeah I'll smell the string of it and then dude. <laughs> It's like it's, it's one gross, of dude. it's one of those gross that is so effing good that you can't help but do it. Um, it, it brushing your teeth multiple times a day important. Um, but yes, flossing and making sure you're getting that gunk out from in between your teeth very important. Um, if you have like 
chronic bad breath, and sometimes people don't know they do, but if you've like, you know, if people keep offering you gum or Tic Tacs, uh, scraping your tongue, very important. Yeah, that's a, lot a big of people one. Don't, a lot of people don't do that, and if you stick your tongue out and you've got all that white crap back there, that's what it's it is. Like, ah, that's just bacteria like festering in the back of your throat. Um, and if you still have your tonsils, I get these all the time. I get like tonsil stones? stones, dude. I get them all the friggin' time. Yeah. It's because I have these giant holes in my tonsils from smoking menthol cigarettes, and it's just like, I'll pop them, and it'll be like the most disgusting smell, and I'm like, Oh my God! That's what you. That's what, like if you don't take care of that, that's what your breath smells like. I have. Uh, I still have my tonsils too, and I smoked menthol cigarettes yeah, forever, so I know like, what you're talking about. Oh, I remember the first gross. time, like I opened my mouth and I looked into a mirror and I saw that, and I was like, Oh my God, I'm dying! That's it, cancer. I'm done. Stansberry, it's all over. I didn't even know they had tonsil <laughs> cancer. I didn't even know, and it's gonna take me epic down. It's gonna destroy me. Basket brawl on the th- on yeah. the 11th. Yeah, Ohio Championship Wrestling and I can't charge. Oh my God! Yeah, on the 11th of March. Well, let's give you these tickets so I don't have to go. <laughs> Call her <laughs> ten right now. One eight hundred two four three seven six two five on those, and we'll start New Tour Tuesday next on Rock One Hundred Six. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, dude, I can I, I I can put your your concerns at ease. Okay. You know who the head writer of that is? I do not. Norm McDonald. Norm, very funny guy. Very they, uh, funny guy. I mean, Norm used to write Roseanne back in the day, and so they got Norm McDonald to come back. The the reason I'm concerned about it, and it was Sunday, I was watching, I think it was the Cavs game, and you know, they're running a Roseanne commercial every commercial break because it's like, ABC, Roseanne, come watch it. And it's like, dude, every commercial used footage from 1992. And like... I think that's part of the mystery angle. I guess. They're trying to pull you back. Now, I'm not telling you it's going to be a great show, but I was kind of with you, and then I we I looked into it, and I, I, I was listening to Burt Kreischer's podcast, and Burt was talking about how his buddy's producing it, and they got Norm McDonald, Norm McDonald as a head writer, and he was like, three other of his buddies are writers on the show. He says he swears they're all murderers, and they're all like, they're all gonna like the jokes are gonna be great. So I'm I'm interested to see that. The, just the fact that you're not using new footage of "Hey, come watch this." To me, it's like, yeah, well, if I wanted to watch a Roseanne rerun, I'd turn on, you know, fire up that Hulu. Right I there, agree baby. that it's weird for the marketing, but I think it's part of the mystique of w- w- the slow reveal. We're we're going to reveal the new pro-, pro. I'm I'm not against the idea that that's not probably the best way to do it these days, but I don't think it's because they're embarrassed of what's coming out now. Which, by the way, that is what led me to watching Norm Macdonald's new special which I think is called Gossip Something and Hitler's Dog or something. It, it, but if if you like Norm MacDonald, it was pretty good. If you're not a deadpan kind of comedy fan, you're not going to like it, but his new special is pretty good. Who does not like dirty work? Come on now, people. Like, yeah. If you don't like Norm MacDonald, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, but uh, dude, you know, his new stand-up special on Netflix was actually pretty All right. good. All right, I'll, I'll check that out. I did like. If you're a fan of his, you will probably like that. Time to start New Tour Tuesday. We have uh, this new song, this first one, I should say. ASAP Rocky, Gucci Mane, and 21 Savage. And this song's called Cocky. Rock 1069 audience is like, who? What? What? School up. Oh. Scoochie. What? Scoochie? I didn't even know people said that. What no, is that? that's new stuff. All right, Scoochie. I got to say that. Who was on the track? What were they yelling in the background? I got to figure this out. That's uh, that's some 2019 stuff. <laughs> okay, let's get it going. Huh. We got London on the track. London. Oh. Scoochie. <laughs> Obviously, that's an edit. I got so many.
many M's in my bank account, I can't even count them. God. Too many whips, way I switch my cars, I can't even mount them. God. Too many zero grip Versace pillars right. in my family. I love, my brother is on me all the time about rap music. Dude, you're a grown adult. Yeah, and grown you st- ass man. And you still listen to this. <laughs> and he's like, I just don't get that. And I tell him all the time, I view rap albums like comedy albums with really good beats. Right, so you get a little comedy show, dude. The amount, the level at which rappers like to spend money, like, dude, it just makes me laugh. The creativity of how much they love to spend money just cracks me up. I can't even mount Too many zero foot Versace pillows in my phantom. Too many bad bads. I don't cuff them, I just hand them. Turn off like a layup. I ain't got time to lay up. Met my count at roof. Chris, she told me that I'm way up. Already back for seconds, I ain't even clean my plate up. Ran me up a hundred M's and then I put my bay up. Way out in. I like how you keep saying his name. 21. 21. You gotta keep telling him who you are, dude. I love that. My name is King. <laughs> I just signed a deal. I ain't take no advance, so you know that split was real. It's actually not a bad system, dude. If you're no. constantly on other people's songs and like people are coming to you through mixtapes and things like that, it's actually smart. I'm just gonna start in the middle of the show. Stansbury. One thing I will say about rap music nowadays, and it's very common in mumble rap and like what a lot of uh, what a lot of the kids are listening to, um, it's so monotone. It's so like where there's not a lot of like everybody sounds exactly the same. Like people tried to sound like Snoop after he came out, but nobody could do it. Right. Be too little, glaciers in my ear. I need a cup, they bout to spill. Dude, rap music is the best music to listen to at the gym, dude. It's like mainlining confidence. Like, you think you don't have your body, doesn't have anything left, and then the right rap song comes on, and dude, next thing you know, you're just like, all right, I got four, four more minutes in me for sure. Except Rocky, cocky. That was Gucci Mane right there, right? No, that was Rocky. Okay. Okay. Gucci is materialistic. There we go. He's too flashy. He smoke what he want to smoke. Thank the world is his ashtray. So, so dope to be so That was good. That was good. That was good. Smoke so much, he thinks the world's his ashtray. Goddamn rappers are funny, dude. They are. They're just funny. I ain't got to say it because they Gucci is materialistic. He's too 
flash it. He smoke what he want to smoke, think the world is his ashtray. So, so built to these suckers on my JD and O3. Say that I'm too cocky, I don't play nothing but me. These guys got nothing to show, yeah, I give you something to see. These dudes keep coming up short, like they a pair of capris. You don't go me with these rappers, these boys embarrassing me. Them dudes ain't got nothing on me, I got a money disease. I'm too cold for these suckers, they ain't got more money than me. I wear my mink in the summer when it's 103. I make a bit of self-conscious like he too shiny for me. I know that me, but she too tall for me. This my way or the highway, you either like it or leave. This roll it costs the G's, a couple bricks on my sleeve. Dude, this song really sums up why rappers do so much of It's Me featuring these two dudes. Because ASAP Rocky had the worst verse in his own song. This is his song. And dude, I think 21 Savage had a better verse and so did Gucci Mane. The lead, this rolling costs the G's, a couple bricks on my sleeve. When I first fell on the scene, I drove a cutlass supreme. I have a book of paint up in a new mining machine. This wild, I'm so, I'm so cocky, baby. I'm so, I mean, that guy's got a tattoo of an ice cream cone on his face. That's more money than I will ever in my life even fathom of having. Been in jail a couple of times, still has more money. I'm like, get that ice cream tattooed on my face. I don't that. recommend that. I think that that's a bad, that's going to turn out bad. New ASAP Rocky featuring Gucci Mane. 21 Savage. London on there, too. Yeah, tell them. Yeah, London, London. Whole city. London did the beat. It's either London or Mike Will. But those, are, those are like the only two, dude. DJ Khaled. They're like the He's three. out there. They're like the three guys working. In the 90s, it was DJ Clue. He's been, I don't know. Nobody knows where DJ Clue is now. So, Phantom, don't give me the vote on the new ASAP Rocky. Not a turd. You are 100% right on saying that that uh, ASAP Rocky had the worst verse on there. But, I mean, as a whole, good beat. A couple of lines that made me laugh. A, uh, a, a singable chorus. So I'm going to say not a turd. Uh, we're in lockstep here. I feel like that song was pretty good, actually. Not a turd. Not a turd. Yay. For your country song, we have Morgan Wallen featuring Florida Georgia Line. That song is up, down, and you're getting it next on Rock 106.9. Your shot at a trip to our iHeartRadio Music Awards now. Text the keyword WIN to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's WIN to 200-200. What's going on, guys? You got Stansbury here for the Wake Auto Family. It's- oh, I liked it. Uh, this country song from Morgan Wallen, I actually heard on my way home from work yesterday. He is a iHeartRadio on the verge artist. Nice, nice. Are you getting a bonus for playing this? Is He's, this uh, something good happening to you? Going yes. to the iHeartRadio Music Festival? Yes, yes. I am. I'm, I'm going to the I'm going to the iHeartRadio Outlaw Dude Ranch. Okay. I'm sure that's the next thing we're gonna do. I don't All know. All right, there it goes. But Morgan Wallen teamed up with Florida Georgia Line for this song called Up Down. It's kind of a cool start. I like this. Friday after five, I got here just in time. <laughs> went ahead and went a line for I went and lost my mind. And I ain't been. Did he say went and hit another line? Let's reverse that. Yeah, I don't he think that's what he means. Doing though. coke. All right. It's Friday after five. I got here just in time. Went ahead and went a line for I went and lost my mind. And I ain't been here long, but. 
I don't know what that means. I, uh, <laughs> I think it's a, li- a line in the road, like like you know how oh, okay. like cars go in a line, like you know what I mean. Okay. Like when you're racing NASCAR, man, you, you gotta fall in that line. I didn't know if we were talking about like fishing no. lines or if we were talking oh, about. Oh, it might be fishing line, but I think it's line in the old dirt road just, for the for just, the fast path. Just whacking out giant yeah. lines of cocaine. With a line for I went and lost my mind and I ain't been here long, but the bobbers in the pond going up. Okay, so we are talking fish, and we got a bobber in the pond. Oh yeah, here. the bobbers in the pond. So okay, up down. bobber in the pond. All right, the lyrics were the most innocent thing in the world, and I'm like, is this guy doing coke? Like, are we getting worse? You always <laughs> overthink the country music, dude. Like, I'm telling you, you gotta no, go the other way. Go into your oh, but WWE mode. Yeah, you need those. You need the woos. You need them. I love sub vocals, dude. People who are just in the background, like, I think that's the funniest thing. What's up, baby? Oh, hype man, yeah. I'll take the quesadilla. What you know about it, Tia? What up, baby? Yeah, the girls, they hit the spot. Even hotter when it's hot If you came by her a yacht But still proud of what you got Cause when the day is done Redneck is from the sun Going up, down, up, down, up, down We're just holding it down here in BFE Still rolling around with a bird CD Free bird, five minutes deep Head bobbing up, down, up, down, up, down We got what we Reinventing what a guitar can do, but it sounds cool in this song. It does sound cool, right? I don't know what a, what a, what is a fifth of camp? A fifth of camp? I don't know. Uh, it's got to be some sort of. I mean, liquor, it's a fifth of I mean, liquor. I know what a fifth is, but I don't know what camp, camp is. is. I don't know. Bolivar, reach out, would you? <laughs> Go to the library. Use your email and let me know. <laughs> We just holding it down here in BFE Still rolling around with a bar CD Free bird, five minutes deep Head bobbing up, down, up, down, up, down We got what we got, we don't need the rest Can turn this parking lot into a party with a nice 
this is this happened to me yesterday with this song where I was like, on my way home, I heard it. And I was like, oh my God. Like, this is so bad. This is so bad. And then I just couldn't stop listening to it in my house. I just could not stop listening to it. Fans, don't give me the vote there on Uptown. Not a turd. Cool things going on in the song. Um, I usually do not like Florida Georgia Line, uh, but they didn't do anything bad on that song. At first, I was like, man, why does this guy, why why even bring them in here? You're doing fine, bro. But it's like, well, because I want to sell records, so Florida Georgia Line on the track. Well, my guess, is, my guess is they wrote it. Okay. My guess is okay. they wrote it. They This is probably a friend of theirs. Uh, and just like Chase Rice wrote a lot of their first record, I'm willing to bet they probably helped this guy write this. I would assume that this song will probably find its place early summer, late spring, like, and that's probably three, you know, four weeks out from now. It'll really start getting, a, you know, its traction. And I, dude, I feel like that's number one song right there. At first, when I heard it yesterday on my way home, I was like, oh my God, what a piece of trash song. Like, what a bad song. And do we got to play that for New Tour Tuesday because of how bad it is? Right. And then I went home, <laughs> and I just couldn't stop singing the chorus in the back of my head. And I was like, well, that's the mark of a good song. Like, that's how songs get turned into hits. It's, it's, it's not everything else. It's the chorus. Yeah. If the chorus catches, the song's a hit. Ryan uh, tweeting out telling me that camp is Florida Georgia Line's official brand of whiskey. <sighs> Did not know that. Some camp whiskey. Old right camp, there. Old is, camp. The, is, right. the, is the name of it. All there. right. Well, dude, you know what I'm getting drunk on later today. Yeah. Give me some of that Florida Georgia line, man. Yeah, Jeremy sent me in a, a right. photo of it. Apparently, they make peach pecan whiskey because a lot of that, what they, it's kind of like how moonshine's always flavored. Now, once upon a time, I understood, like, yo, Sammy Hagar and the Cabo Wabo. It's like, dude, you were an established rock star. You deserve your own liquor right there. But, like, dude, Florida Georgia line, isn't it a little premature for you to have your own booze? I dude, I get why you say that, but they're what four albums deep, selling out stadium so tours. I mean, dude, those guys are huge. What are you voting this song on? What do you got, <sighs> dude? I want to hate it, but it's not a turd. Not a turd. It's not. I think you're right. I think much like when the first time I heard that song, but. I can buy me a boat. And I was like, what? Terrible. What? And then next thing you know, it, you can't stop singing it. And it became a huge hit. I think the same thing is happening here with uh, Morgan Wallen is the name of uh, is the name of the artist with Up Down There. We have the new Marilyn Manson tattooed in reverse. You'll hear it next on Rock 106.9. Good morning. The Stansberry Show. Or the God of your choosing. Best morning ever. Kent's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. Good. Uh, then we played you the new Morgan Wallen, Up Down, featuring Florida Georgia Line. We found out Florida Georgia Line has their own uh, brand of whiskey out called Camp. That was pretty cool. And uh, that song was also voted Not a Turd. Wow. I felt a little guilty on that one wow. um, because it's it's a paint-by-number song, but for, there's something very catchy about the chorus, which is normally all you need. And now we have the new Marilyn Manson for you. This song's called Tattooed in Reverse.
I don't know if it's by age or if it's by, you know, maybe he just doesn't have the same like aggression that he used to, but his voice isn't nearly as scary as it used to be. I think that might be your age. You think so? I think it's definitely a component. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I just, if you go back and listen to Antichrist and you're like, oh my God, you just sounded like so. Well, this is also, he usually is more powerful and fast and in your face. I know like, I don't like the drugs was a little slow and things like that, but he's normally better the faster pace he is. You aren't wrong, but I think it's part of our growing up and okay. aging. Like, this whole part would be more, like, snarly to me. He's not expressing his anger as well as he as he has in the past. I would agree with if you. If you give that. him eight bajillion dollars, probably, probably hard to be pissed off still, right? Where it's like, dude, I don't know. Life's pretty good over here. Dude, these here. drugs are pretty good, <laughs> and I do like them. Yeah, I think you might be right. That's all like Marilyn Manson mm-hmm. fastball stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Even with so much of this, like, um, uh, what do I want to say? You know, like the, the the DJ sound is very big now with yeah. drops and stuff like that. But Manson's always had kind of had that. I mean, maybe it's a little bit more now, but like it sounds right in the realm of what he does. He was definitely early on the curve. Yeah. It just sounds to me like he didn't really try to make a record. He was just sitting around the house. Right, right, right. Doing drugs. Like, yeah, I guess I have to put something together. Got a little high and was like, dude, you know what? There's a studio downstairs. And I think the world should hear what I'm thinking right now. And instead of Twitter, he was like, let's make songs. And this happened. And I love him. I'm a huge fan. I still think Rock is Dead is one of the best songs that came out of that whole era. You can definitely see this in the soundtrack. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. The new, like, Suicide Squad or whatever. The Matrix rebooted or whatever. I mean, musically, it fits all that stuff. That kind of stuff. Yeah.
even mean? I don't even. I can't even come up with what that could mean. I don't. I don't know. If you're gonna get tattooed in like forward, I'd recommend Heritage. But I mean, yeah, that well, that wouldn't be the worst idea. Whatever. We're big fans of those guys over there. Marilyn Manson just getting his John Carpenter on. Yeah. Don't know when to. Don't know Keep where it going. To, don't know where to make the edit. Phantom, give me the vote there, buddy. Not a turd. I don't know if I'm just generous today or if I just feel like I'm liking music. But yeah, like, dude, you are. There, uh, there was cool parts of that song and like I lowered expectations for sure because I didn't expect a lot out of Marilyn Manson in 2018. Um, but that fit the bill of kind of what I want out of him. So I'll call it not a turd. <clears throat> Oh, wow, we're going to disagree for the first time of the day. Yeah, I vote that song a turd. It's a turd! I, uh, musically, I thought it was all right. I felt like he was the thing bringing it down. And um, I, I like I unlike you, I should have had tempered expectations and did not. I wanted new good Manson, and I felt like I did not get it there. Aside from that, we are done. Teresa will send you out to Los Angeles for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Awards. She has your next keyword. Make sure you're listening to her. We'll be back at it live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. You guys have a great day. See you. The Stansberry Show. I have got to get in on this. Rock 106.9.